Okay. Well, here we are at the end of this very, very beautiful chapter of Tanya with a lot of deep thought involved. So based on everything we said in this chapter, when we understand how enormously close we are to God when we are learning his Torah or doing his mitzvah, as we explained yesterday, more intimate than the level of a marriage. Deeper even than the Hariat Mikudeshesli. Because of that intimacy, to be raised up to the level of Kadosh Elyon, to raise up to the level of God's holiness and separation from the world. To the degree that now we understand how even when the simplest person is doing an act of a mitzvah, a godly act, we should stand in front of him. We should stand in awe of the godliness that's one with him. He's simple. He can't feel a thing. Neither can we when we do it. We're not on such level of holiness. But regardless of if we feel it or not, it's exactly it's exactly what's happening. It's happening right now as we do the mitzvah. Right now we are doing a mitzvah. We are learning Torah. It's happening right now. So to conclude the episode today, now we understand what Asaf said for the Jews in exile. Now, Asaf was a prophet who is speaking here for the Jews in exile, implying in exile, you're of course, on a much lower level than when the Jews were in Israel. So looking prophetically at these Jews in exile, he said, And I'm like an animal. I don't know. I'm like animals with you. And I'm always with you. Meaning, Asaf is saying for the Jewish people in exile, even though I'm like an animal when I'm with you, meaning I don't know, I don't feel, I can't really feel what's going on inside of me when I do a mitzvah. I can't. But that doesn't prevent it from happening. Meaning, if a person was spiritually sensitized, pure, when they were doing the mitzvah learning Torah, they would on some level feel this bond. Now, what would happen if you felt the bond? Or at least, at least if they didn't feel it, they would be very, very aware of its presence. Well, the first thing that would happen is you'd have this enormous awe, this enormous negation of self. At this moment, I'm that one with God? I have right now a greater intimacy than in a marriage? And then after that enormous awe, that would be followed by enormous love. Enormous love of the close relationship you have with God through the act. Tzadikim, truly saintly people feel it. Truly saintly people are aware of it. Truly saintly people have this emotional response. That's what da'as means, as we've learned. Da'as means that you have such a deep connection, and within da'as is the emotions. From the deep connection comes forth the emotions. So when you know and you're aware and you're deeply connecting, the enormous awe and the enormous love will just directly flow, like without any work on your part. But if you're not so spiritually sensitive, if you're actually spiritually sort of like an animal, I'm ignorant, I'm coarse, I'm animal-like. I don't know. I don't have this das. I don't have this deep connection. I don't have the emotional response that will come from this deep connection. But nevertheless, even though my stature is so low, I'm always with you. 
Why am I always with you? Because the coarseness that's surrounding my soul doesn't prevent the bond that my soul has with the infinity of God himself at this moment when I'm doing his mitzvah, learning his Torah. And that's why the Rebbe says there's such an enormous negative consequence for someone who prohibits a, a mitzvah of such kedusha, like, for example, working on the Shabbos or Chometz and Pesach, because these mitzvahs every Jew can keep. You don't have to be very wise or very spiritual or very morally developed. Any simple Jew can keep from working on the Shabbos and can keep from eating Chometz and Pesach, which means for every simple Jew, the enormous light of Shabbos or the enormous light of Pesach should be shining in their soul. And their simplicity and their ignorance is not a barrier to that enormous light. But if they profane the light, if they desecrate the light by the chametz on, on, on Pesach, by even carrying, moving something, muks on Shabbos, you're defiling this enormous, enormous godliness. Because when you do the act of the mitzvah, and when the greatest tzaddik does the act of the mitzvah, the light of the godliness is the same. So if you're a simple Jew, maybe you can't really learn properly. Maybe you can't really pray properly. Because for these things, there is a certain spiritual sensitivity or knowledge that's, in most cases, sort of a prerequisite. But doing an act, like keeping the basic laws of Shabbos, the laws of Pesach, the laws of the holiday, this act for every Jew should be exactly the same in terms of the act itself. And therefore, the same godliness, the same union with God himself is happening for the simplest Jew or, or the most saintly or the most learned. So when a Jew, God forbid, would, for example, profane the Shabbos, desecrate it, violate it, then this enormous godliness, the godliness of Shabbos itself, that bond with God is right now profaned and defiled. And that's why there's such a severe consequence. This is such a desecration. Because now you have the opportunity to be that close to God, but you're blowing it. Any questions? Okay.